And as you awaken on this Monday, November 13th, a cloudless sky will greet you here in southeast Michigan. And uh, it's uh, it's it's especially sunny when you got a seven and two record oh, uh, and you look at that in the standings for the Lions, something we haven't seen in a long, They're tied. long time. They're tied for the second best record in the NFL. Yeah, Guys, second only to the Eagles. Ten weeks in, there are three teams left with two or fewer losses. The teams that were in the Super Bowl last year and the Lions. <laughs> and, of course, yeah. the guy that got to call it all uh, joyously was our good friend Lomas Brown, color analyst for the Detroit Lions Radio Network and a host of WJR Sports Wrap at 6 p.m. every evening here on WJR. Lomas, good morning. Hey, good morning. Yes, I'm trying to get my voice. I'm trying to get this deep frog out of my voice so I could talk to you guys today. But it was a great plane ride home, a long plane ride home. But it was a wonderful plane ride home after that game yesterday. It was just a lot of fun, wasn't it, Lomas? Oh, my God, it was, man. It really was, Lord. And just to see this team play the way it played. And now, to me, now... We can win in any fashion. If you want to get in a shootout, we can shoot it out with you. If it's got to be an ugly game, low-scoring game, we can do that. If it has to be a physical game where we just muddy it up, we could do that. So it's so refreshing to see that these guys have won in different ways this year. And like Jamie say, only two losses, that's great at this point of the season. Lomas, to Guy's point, the Chargers' final five drives resulted in a touchdown, and they went 75, 75, 92, 75, and 68 yards on the field. Is there concern? Well, I mean, I was going through social media, and one of the questions was uh, about Aaron Glenn. And, you know, Jamie, I just think, again, uh, styles make games. And we knew that going into that game, it could be a shootout. We knew that. We knew how explosive the Chargers are. Uh, Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, they have weapons on there, on their side of the ball. So we knew it was a possibility it could be a shootout. So I'm not concerned yet, Jamie. Remember we had one of those type of games earlier this year. We had a stinker where the defense didn't show up. Um, and they showed up the next couple of games. So I'm not going to be too concerned unless I start seeing a pattern come up with our defense. Yeah, I I can't tell you the number of times I'm looking on the replay saying, where's Aiden? Where's Aiden? And then you find out that he's got some lineman's arm wrapped around his neck. You know, <laughs> and so but that's why they wanted another pass rusher at the trade deadline to ease yes, some pressure. Yes. On yes, you're so right because it's so hard. So right now, what's going on with Aiden? You can see the line sliding his way. You can see every time you see the, they align the tight end over on his side, so that makes him have to line up a little wider. A lot of times before the tight end even go out into his routes, he'll give Aiden a good chuck before he goes out in the routes to help the offensive tackle with him a little bit. So they're doing different things to uh, affect him. And like Jamie just said, Man, if we got if we have somebody on that opposite end, because those other guys should be getting one-on-one blocks, you got to win your one-on-one blocks when you get that opportunity, and that's what has to happen on the defense uh, to help Aiden out. 
Loma's fourth and two on the Chargers' 26, a minute 47 to play. Could kick a field goal, but Dan Campbell says, nope, going to keep my offense out there. I mean, that just goes to show you that he trusts he trust his guys and he trusts golf. Yes, and, and, and he got a set of big ones on them. Too, I'll just leave it at that. I'll just leave. We'll leave it at that because this is a PG show. You're not, but you're not, let you're not the only it. one with that opinion. He's got big balls, and he showed it there. And, uh, it was, uh, it's a lot of fun when he puts the ball in our hands to, to make the play. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. And, but I'm te- what that does, too, though, you know that your coach, when it gets tight, when it's an important game, if he needs a fourth and two or fourth and one, you know this guy has the courage to go for it. You know, a lot of coaches shy away from those moments. And not to say it's going to always work out right for you. Of course, we've been on the wrong end of a couple of those. But, man, just to know that you have somebody leading your team that you know that if you need something, he's not afraid to go out and yeah. get it, and he's not afraid to send you out there and get it either. Well, can we just sing the praises of both the offensive line and the defensive line? How many goal line stands did they have where it was, uh, you know, a sneakathon, and those guys were stout on every one of them? The only time right. they got into trouble was in in the backfield uh, when Cam Sutton committed two really ridiculous penalties. Yeah, and, and guy, I'm so happy you're giving the big fellas their <laughs> due up front because you are so right. Think about the 200, I think we had 200 yards rushing as a team. Like when, when I was playing, if you got over 130 yards rushing in the game, that's a good game for an offensive line, uh, offensive line, period. So those guys have gotten got 200 yards yesterday. Like you say, some important, important quarterback sneaks and small uh, things that they tried to do on the offense. Our D-line, Benito Jones, Aline McNeil, those guys were stout in the middle. And like you say, those qu- a couple of quarterback sneaks, he couldn't get it in. And Justin Herbert is a big dude and couldn't get it in. So it was just a great job by our offensive lines to control the line of scrimmage. And David Montgomery coming back was a big deal. Thank and you. the two backs, <laughs> the two-headed monster, I think. Yeah. Campbell talked about it. Uh, Jamie, you know, I was talking about David Montgomery when he was out, and I was saying that that offense didn't look right with him not being in there. Put him back in the offense, we put up, what, 40-something points? And I'm telling you, this guy here, he's the call. To me, he makes that engine work. We got a lot of nice toys. We got Jameer. We got all these nice toys. But I'm telling you, the call that's going to make this offense go besides those big guys up front is David Montgomery, man. He just changes the game. And look out. I didn't know he had that kind of speed on that 75-yard run. Yeah. I mean, it was awesome. And some pretty careful stepping there down oh, the sideline. <laughs> really careful. <laughs> And, and Lo, Jameer Gibbs, you know, my mom's 91 years old. She doesn't watch football that much and stuff, but she picked Jameer Gibbs out. And she said, that that guy can run. And let me tell you, he, well, he's like he goes like zero to 60 in two seconds. Well, wait, would you tell Dan Campbell that we've got a 90-year-old Jackson mother here watching the game and these heart-stopping fourth-down plays are hazardous to her health and mine? 
Hey, we got a 91-year-old who can spot talent. Too. Yes. It ain't just she just watching the game. She can spot talent because you're right. I mean, Jameer Gibbs, he just brings something different to the game, man. And it's nice to ha- kind of have that one-two punch, that kind of thunder lightning, you know, with David and with Jameer. So, man, if we could just keep these guys healthy, I think that's the key for the Lions here out is for us to stay healthy and continue yeah. to get our guys healthy. Lomas, just looking a little bit further down the road, uh, you know, Nick Roddy, who has deep emotional scars as a Lions fan, as do I. <laughs> uh, we're, we're looking at these Vikings with uh, five wins in a row now behind yeah. a guy that nobody heard of except on the taxi squad, Josh Dobbs. My goodness, what a performance he's putting in. Yes, he is, man. He is. And we said that yesterday before the broadcast. We were talking about the Minnesota Vikings. People tried to bury them a few games ago, and these guys, they just keep continue to win. Um, and I'm telling you, it's going to be that way in our divisional games. Yeah, we should be favored to beat Chicago. You know, we should be favored to beat Green Bay and Minnesota again. But those are not going to be no cakewalks. Those are going to be hard games because they're divisional games. They're rival games. And, you know, every time you play your rival, man, anything can happen. So it's going to be tough games, but we should win those games. Lloyd, I know your mom likes Gibbs, but yes. uh, this linebacker, Alex Anzalone, with a long blonde oh, yeah. hair, uh-huh. he had nine <laughs> tackles, quarterback hits, what have you. Now people are calling themselves the Fanzalones yeah. and getting oh. blonde wigs, in case she wants to do that. You know, yeah, she may want to do that. Okay. I'll have to talk to her about Can it. Can he just change his name to Samson and leave it at that? Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, he's, he, he's, uh, he's, he's attaining mythical status now, and uh, he, he was everywhere yesterday. Lomas, it doesn't get much more fun than this. We look forward to Sundays. Yes, and it's been great. You guys take care. We're going to keep trying to bring these victories. Yeah, we will hear you talk about it at 6 p.m. on SportsRap. Till then, get some rest, big man. All right. Thanks. All right. Take care. All right, you too. When we come back, uh, Moody's, uh, the big uh, credit rating agency, comes out and says, hey, folks, we're downgrading the United States of America. What exactly does that mean to your borrowing costs and to our nation's borrowing costs going forward? This is WJR.